you know, if you hadn't noticed, there's a housing shortage out there. And in fact, one of the odd numbers that just came out the other day is housing starts just absolutely plunge, single family in particular, but also multifamily. People got to live somewhere, especially if you're in Texas where we have all this in-migration. And so now we're beginning to see the conversion, taking perfectly good apartment houses and turning them into condominiums. When you do something like that, you go to Al Coker to do that. He can sell anything. Al Coker's president of Al Coker and Associates. He joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. It's great to be here. And yes, I've got a solution, not a big solution, but a minor solution to the housing problem. Well, and I, you, you've, you're you pretty accomplished at this. I remember you, I think the first time we talked, maybe you were filling up, was the Windrose out at the West Legacy? Yes, Legacy West, Windrose Tower. Uh, that's been a very successful project. And we've only done, I don't know, a couple of hundred of these around North America and my home, obviously my home state and hometown here in Dallas. Uh, so we're excited about this one because when you look at this building, I mean, the first time I saw the rendering, I was going, that's not an apartment. That's a condominium. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No. And, and here, let me point out, cause I didn't mention this is one uptown, which is a McKinney and Ruth. Those of us who have lived here a long time, remember it as the wrecking bar a little later on. It was the hard rock. They tore it down, built this really beautiful apartment house. So, and it's full. I, I gather it's 95% occupied. No, no, no. It's 100% occupied. We, we were able to, to scrounge one unit to start a new model. So uh, it's, it's, it's been a very popular place and, uh, and, and for good reason. You, you have what has been the fulfillment of a dream in terms of an urban Dallas location that's walkable. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You got whole Whole Foods right across the street. Yep. Everything else you want to do is a five dollar Uber at the most. Yeah, you know, or, so. or you can. Or a lot of people could walk to work. I, I, I understand. Oh yeah. But so why, why take, why disrupt this? I mean, first of all, you, you've got a hundred and what, a hundred and fifty units that you've got a, hundred ninety six units, I guess. That are, that are full of people and you got to get rid of them or either the convert, no, 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 convert no. them into owners. No one's getting rid of anybody. Okay. Number one, we've gone starting yesterday at 10 AM. We're giving every one of these uh, residents at one uptown, the ability to purchase their home and their leases are in full force and effect. So no one is being forced out of their home. I don't want to hear from any organizations going, oh, those evil developers are putting people out <laughs> on the street, right? Because it is always the evil developers, right? And of course, we get lumped in with that. So from that standpoint, and I have to say, uh, I just want to throw a little plug in here, is we've done obviously done conversions in the past. But given the number of phone calls and emails and just walk-ins where we're camped out uh, waiting to build our sales center in the building. Um, I would say that the, that the current residents uh, are really uh, jumping on this opportunity. And we've even had residents who had recently moved out calling saying, Hey, I'd really like to see if I can get in, get in the queue to, uh, to buy one of these. Well, so, so who, who, do, how do you, you're, you're marketing this. Who do you market this to? Empty nesters or, or people well, who work in the, the area? I, I think, honestly, you've got a pretty diverse group. Uh, I would say mid-20s to probably mid-50s. Um, I think the, quote, empty nester 
market that uh, is always sort of that's where people think high people in high rises are all empty nesters. And, you know, that's that might have been true at one point. But uh, even with windrows, we had a, a pretty diverse age group. Uh, but down in this location, and given that our prices start in the 250s, uh, I think that you're looking at a number of, of people that work in the area uh, that either even come and play in the area that maybe they want a, a pied a terre. They may live out north or south or somewhere. They come here for business. Um, but I think that our, our group, just from what I've seen in the building, uh, ranges again from probably the mid 20s up into the early 60s. Um, I don't think it's, you know, I think everybody thinks every empty nester has yeah. a net worth of $25 million and they're going to buy a $2 million unit. And that's absolutely not true. And I think that the quote normal majority uh, has been underserved just in that building prices, the construction to build a high rise condo uh, with the land and the current construction prices and, you know, having a, a beautiful design, et cetera. I mean, it's hard to put one of these on the ground for less than a thousand dollars per square foot on average. Yeah, if the I, develop I, yeah, a lot of developers evidently are rethinking some plans that they had because of construction costs and they're holding it off. But you know, this is, it's interesting. I don't know how long you've lived here. I've lived here a very long time. And well, I bet I've lived here almost as long. Well, uh, nineteen seventy one. Okay, well, I actually beat you, but I can take you back with. And the, the argument was that people down here didn't buy high rises. Thirty five twenty five in Turtle Creek was successful. Uh, they had a rough time on the Athena and the ones along Preston Road, and then Ray and Claire Stern built way out north. And that was I about went to it. the groundbreaking for the Claridge, so that shows you know I was I've been in real estate a long time in Dallas. But but and, and what you see also is a lot of change, a lot of acceptance to high rise living that that really didn't exist here before. Well, I think, too, that you've had an influx of people into Texas for the last 25 years, and it's doing nothing but increasing. And when you're coming from the Northeast or Chicago, you're coming from areas that literally that's the only type of, of, of lifestyle available, unless you're living, you know, taking the train in or something like that for an hour or so, uh, you're, you're starting to see, too, that we've become uh, such a... Uh, we have a diverse economy, but we have a diversity of, of the type of person that, that comes in and earns here. You don't have people that are just always working for big corporations. And so from that standpoint, you know, Uptown, which is generally a service uh, industry oriented area, um, you know, not everybody wants to have the, you know, the, the yard, the, you know, and to buy a new home uh, within a close proximity to one uptown. I mean, you're, I mean, you're not touching a new home for less than probably within a mile, I'd say for oh, well, less than a million, million, million yeah, five to a million seventy. Absolutely. So, Which strikes me. I mean, $250,000 strikes me as, yeah, especially for a new building like that is, is pretty cheap. What new you building, but also the, 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 this building, just the, 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 architectural design being so clean lined and yeah. modern and curvilinear and then you've got amenities that are you know they wouldn't be out of place but but what in, do you, in palm beach but what do you get for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars? i would think 
simply an area so small you'd have to go outside to change your mind. Well, listen, if you lived in New York or any place like that, uh, I'm not I, I, long enough to know that I don't like it, but go ahead. <laughs> well, but let's say I'm work. You're working there, and you've got to live somewhere, yeah, right? Sure. Well, units in big cities, whether it's New York, whether it's London, et cetera, et cetera, unless you have an unlimited bank account, square footage has to go down. But once you have a true urban setting where you've got basically your living room is really all of uptown and all of the amenities that are in the neighborhood, you really are using more of, in terms for socializing and entertaining, you're not bringing people back to throw a big party in your home. You're going out, right. you're meeting people. And that's the way it is in urban settings. Again, unless you have, you know, you've got Jeff Bezos money or you know, whoever else we want to throw <laughs> your, your, out. Your, your point's well taken. So how long does, and you've done this a lot, as you say, all over the country. So how long does a process like this take? How long before you've sold, I don't know, 80 or 90% of them? Well, you know, I would say just from our, our, our start, which is only basically not even a full 24, well, I guess it is 24 hours now. Um, you know, with 196 homes, uh, <clears throat> depending on how many of the tenants commit, which I think is going to be a pretty high number, uh, I, I could see us being done in 24 months. Wow. We could be done less. We've, we did, we've done buildings. When we did Montgomery Plaza a, a few years ago, and that was a very different animal for Fort Worth, uh, I guess we sold, that was a couple hundred units there almost, I think. And I think in the first four months, we sold 89 or 90 homes. And when we did the Mayfair originally, uh, we basically had that 80% sold before we ever broke ground. Yeah, let me ask you one last question. Are we going to see more of this? It, it, it strikes me that there are other you know, high-rises around. I don't know how easy it is well, to individually I, meter or whatever you have to do to, to convert. Well, the way, they're, the way they're designed now and with the electronics – the, the utility part of it is pretty easy. It, that, that part of it's already built in to some degree. And with, you know, a condominium, most condominiums, all you're being really charged for is your electric usage. So if it has gas already or different things like that can get rolled into the homeowner's dues. So that nuts and bolts part is not quite as hard as one might imagine. Um, but not every high-rise apartment that's built out there will be a a good conversion um it's just that's just the nature of the game so uh but i will say operators are standing by <laughs> any any developers that wish to have an assessment done by a semi-professional group we're more than happy to help always sell like i'm telling any more of this and i'm gonna, abc I'm gonna, always I'm gonna, be closing i'm gonna charge you for advertising <laughs> al coker is uh the man in charge of filling up again with this time with Owners, one uptown on McKinney Avenue. It's good to have you with us. We wish you a lot of luck. Thank you. Listen, I would invite you to please come down. I'll give you a personalized tour, oh. or I'll get one of my more competent people to do it since they don't <laughs> usually let me talk to I'll people. I'll look for forward very long. to it. For more of our conversation with Mr. Coker, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.